Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Jason Lacanfora is an Odyssey NFL insider. He's the host of the Odyssey original podcast, In the Huddle with Brian Baldinger. And Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL. He joins us now. Jason, what's going on, man? Appreciate the time. I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing okay. Uh, saw the news this morning that Devontae Adams has indeed been charged with a misdemeanor assault. Uh, and, 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 and my mind went to Josh McDaniels, who is is 1-4 is here, although there have been, you know, many of these games are coin flips. Oh, yeah. And now Devontae Adams has his assault charge. I mean, is this a case of Josh McDaniels getting unlucky, or is this another head coaching tenure that's just falling flat for him? Well, look, there there are um, there are breaks that some people get that others don't, right? I mean, there there is certainly an element of the ball is odd shaped and it rolls in different ways, and they're not getting many breaks. <laughs> um, you could probably – I mean, they're not a one-and-four team. They're, they're not. I mean, they are, but they've played well enough for long enough stretches of the season for me to feel like they're, you know, certainly better than one-and-four, maybe significantly better. You could probably take out five plays from their season and have them be four-and-one, maybe even only, like, three plays. But – that's not how it, it works, right? And you could say that for much of the league where you got 20 teams who are 2-3 and three or 3-2 three and two, and parity is king and, you know, it, 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 it is what it is. But, I mean, they, they are not a team that has benefited from, you know, a, a whole lot of good fortune or the football gods <clears throat> smiling on them. Um, and, yeah, look, so, some of it is certainly on Josh and some of it's on – Derek Carr, and, and that defense still is not very good um, outside of a couple of individuals who can get you some pass rush. And, you know, the Adams thing has been just kind of weird. I mean, he, he got like 17 targets out of like 37 attempts in week one. And then it was almost like they made a conscious effort to go the other way. And things were starting to kind of, I think, recalibrate and find a happy medium the last couple of weeks. And now we'll have to see about you know, his situation moving forward, but clearly there's a lot of frustration around that team right now. Any issue, by the way, with uh, with with the Raiders going for two? I don't have as much, <clears throat> excuse me, of an issue with it as some other people do. Um, you know, I think he knows the situation there. I, I'm sure that he's thinking, I've got to get north of 30 points to win this game. And I could see where people would say, well, dude, it's like four minutes and 30 seconds left. 
even if your defense stinks, you might, you know, there should be enough time for you to come back. I mean, he might have been worried that, you know, Patrick Mahomes is just going to run a four-minute drill either way. But I, I think he told you what he thought of that game. You know, once we got past the back-to-back punts from, you know, each team punting, and then he gets that fourth and one, mm-hmm. and it's a deep shot. Like, he, he, I think he understands the challenge that his defense was up against. And it's prime time, and it's Kansas City, Mahomes, and Reed, uh, who have owned the Raiders. And even with a, a slow start by the Kansas City offense, you're only going to hold them down so long. And to me, that game was red zone offense of the Chiefs versus red zone defense of the Raiders, which stunk last year and is horrible this year. And we saw that manifested stuff where Reed and Mahomes are geniuses in the tight spaces, and they've got this freak show tight end and Kelsey who you can't really cover, and especially not when they're running that volume of plays around the red zone, inside the red zone. And, and that ended up being the difference in the game. Amazingly, Patrick Mahomes has never been a home underdog in his career until this weekend as they host the Bills in, a, in a, obviously a, a major revenge spot for them. Um, how is Patrick Mahomes going to handle this? Is is this a is this a Chiefs win? I mean, how do you? It's it's a hell of a game. How do you see it going? Well, to me, the biggest difference in this game is the Buffalo Bills have a top three defense across the board and the best pass defense in the NFL. And the Chiefs' pass defense is doo doo. Um, they're you know near the bottom of the league in posing passer rating. They've given up ten passing touchdowns already. Completion percentage. You look across the board, and it's kind of like Green Bay. Like I, I I read a lot and heard a lot and and bought into these these sort of upgrades or at least potential upgrades that those two teams made. But I'm I'm not really seeing it manifest itself that much on the field. So you know they've they've had difficulty. Across the board, the Chiefs keeping, you know, with handling teams that are chucking the ball around. And now here comes Josh Allen, who, you know, I get it. They're not putting up 40 every week. Nobody does. And, you know, they want a low-scoring game with, uh, with, with the Ravens. And, and I don't know that this game necessarily looks like the playoff game these two teams played. But if, if you're sizing these two organizations up as we approach the one-third point of the season – Buffalo's the more balanced team. I, I, you know what I mean? I, I really don't know how you would argue that because what Leslie Frazier is doing, again, you know, mixing up his zone coverages, you know, leaning into cover four and cover six more than most teams, in part because of the, the injuries and the personnel issues they've had, you know, winning road games against really good quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson when you don't have, you know, two of your three best corners and, you know, you're, you're one of your all-pro safeties um, and neither of your defensive tackles, you know, mixing up the blitz. I just think there's some master class stuff going on there. And Kansas City's defense doesn't look like Buffalo's right now. No, it's definitely true. We're talking to Jason Lockin for Odyssey NFL Insider, host the Odyssey Original Podcast in the huddle with Brian Baldinger and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL. Uh, Jason, what have the Philadelphia Eagles proven this year? I think they've they've proven that they are um, a quality football operation, and they discovered their identity around this time last year. Maybe it was a little closer to November. And Nick Sirianni went from being this coach who thought you know he was going to cut his teeth and make his mark with all these you know offensive concepts that he was bringing with him from 
you know, Frank Reich and, and, and all these different things they wanted to be. And then philosophically they realized with how they were built that they needed to make a change. And in the meantime, Howie Roseman's continued to build that defense up from one that really, you know, lacked linebackers and, and had a, a, a pretty horrible safe, uh, uh, secondary situation going into last year to now – that's one of the strengths of the team. You know, they've got a really good offensive line, maybe the best in football. They've got uh, a quality defensive line. They're, they know who they are. They have an identity. Um, they have flaws, and they're not going to, you know, this, this thing, maybe they lose to Dallas. They're not going to run off, um, you know, seven, eight wins in a row, I don't think. Um, in this league, the way it's constructed this year, I don't know how many teams are even going to have five-game winning streaks the rest of the way anywhere. I, I just don't know that that's the way that the flow of this league's going to go. Um, but can they, can, they, can they beat the best of the best three, four times in a row like you have to in, in January and February? I, I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure, and that division is certainly better than I think any of us thought it would be. But I, I thought the Eagles were a playoff team. I thought there was a lot of value in futures bets on the Eagles to win that division and maybe even make the Super Bowl. Um, and they haven't really gotten A.J. Brown going as much as I think they eventually will. You know, and, and they've had some issues stopping the run at times this year, and we'll see how, how that continues to go. But uh, they're doing historically significant stuff in the second quarter, and they're just bludgeoning people in the second quarter to the point where even when they don't play their best football in the second half, it hasn't bit them yet. Yes, yeah, sticking in the division. I mean, I, I, I'm looking at the Giants' upcoming schedule, and you know, like you, you want to say, I don't believe this. It's Daniel Jones. None of these guys are ever healthy. None of these guys ever show up. But I, I thought that win in London, I, I don't want to say sealed their playoff chances, but it dramatically improved them because they've got the they've got the Jags, they've got the Seahawks, they've got the Texans, they've got the Lions, they've got the Commanders still twice. I mean, they they could be a ten win team, could they not, Jason? I, I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's crazy. It maybe, feels crazy. I, I, maybe it, it is. It's they're doing some stuff that's that's pretty amazing. I mean, they're they're they've got a quarterback and a running back who've accounted for fifty two percent of all of their scrimmage yards. I mean, you look at their touches. And Barkley's, you know, leading the NFL with 119 touches, and then next is Daniel Jones with his 41 rushes. And there's nobody else on the team with 20 touches. I mean, we're almost a third of the way into the season. Like, you look at it's, – it's ridiculous. Like, they're literally getting nothing out of any other running back other than Barkley. They're getting nothing out of the tight end position, and they're getting next to nothing out of the wide receiver position. And they're doing it with a quarterback who everybody thought was damaged goods, and maybe he, he will prove to be. And somehow they're 4-1. and one. Um, Wink Martindale is doing a tremendous job with that defense, and he's not—he's still blitzing a lot, but I think he's mixing his coverages up more than he has in the past, and he's—and—and and, and he's not blitzing in as many um, overt blitz situations, or at least what used to be overt blitz situations for him. He's playing a little more coverage. He's keeping things in front of him. They're not giving up the big plays the way his Ravens defense did the last couple of years in Baltimore. I think Brian Dable and Joe Shane are really, really smart guys, and I think they learned a lot from turning that Bills team around, helping turn it around. And I think they understand the big picture. Um, and they've got something going there. But you, you look at the construct of that offense, and it's like, I'm like, this probably must have been like what the 1971 Buffalo Bills, you know what I mean? Like 
touches would have looked like with with O.J. Simpson and then everybody. Like it's in this modern sort of era of where football is, and you look at just how much of their offense goes through a running back, passing, running, everything. It's crazy, and so far nobody can stop it. Yeah, it's it's uh, it, that's crazy, and what's also crazy is what's happening conversely in Denver and Seattle. If you had, if you had sort of broken out, all right, here are two stats from this season. One is Geno Smith, one is yeah. Russell Wilson. I would have said, okay, well, what Geno's doing is Russell Wilson in yeah. De- in Denver, and what what Russell is doing is Geno in Seattle. Yet that's not the case. It's it's no. exactly the opposite. Um, what do you attribute that to? Is 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 that? Re- I mean, it feels like it's got to be a credit to Pete Carroll, does it not? I don't know that Pete Carroll's got a whole lot to do with Geno Smith, and Pete Carroll's defense is complete garbage. I mean, Geno Smith is the highest-rated passer in the in the game, and they still are a, a terrible operation because they they can't get off the field. You know, they can't stop anybody. So it's. I mean, look. I think this is the the offense that Pete sort of dreamed of where the quarterback is the point guard and the ball is just coming out and being spread around and it's it's very efficient um you know high percentage stuff don't don't bleep it up but the problem is he doesn't have the defense to go with it so that you know that equation isn't quite working look i i I, russell wilson a lot of new stuff going on there he doesn't look right to me nathaniel hackett very well could be over his skis um and it's not like Nathaniel Hackett was one of these first-time head coaches who went and got all these former head coaches and surrounded himself with people, you know, who had way more experience than him. Like, he got a bunch of other dudes who were pretty much like him doing things they haven't quite done before. And, you know, you have to bring in Jerry Rosberg to, to, to help you figure out when to punt and when to go. For, I mean, it's just nothing feels right there and the fact that the owner didn't hire the coach you know I, I just feel like there's a lot going on there behind the scenes you got Elway still hanging out in there I'm sure he has some ideas I, I Russ isn't going anywhere um, and Russ was probably always going to outlast Hackett there but the more people I talk to around the league the more I think that um, that they might have to shake something up there way sooner than they ever could have anticipated. There were uh, rumors hidden Twitter yesterday about Christian McCaffrey potentially being on the block there. Uh, I think they were later shot down. He was connected to the Buffalo Bills. It, two questions. Should he be on the block, and is there a team out there where it makes sense to give up what you're going to have to give up to get Christian McCaffrey? Well, I don't know how much you're really going to have to give up, but look, they've listened to, to – stuff on him. There have been rumblings about him going back to last year's deadline. And, I mean, we can play word games about whether they're shopping him or whatever. You talk to executives around this league, do you think Christian McCaffrey is there you know, week 10? I don't know anybody who who believes he will be. Now, how much of the salary is eaten and and what, how big is the compensation or this or that? I, I, you know, we'll see. I don't have a crystal ball for that. But, like, there have been various points in time where deals could have happened for him, and there's people close to him who think he'll be dealt, and it's probably best for, you know what I mean, for for all parties because they only have four draft picks. It's not an attractive job to other head coaches. It's an owner who hasn't done anything in this league other than kind of alienate his fan base. It's not great facilities. He didn't build the practice facility he said he was going to build. The stadium's a little bit uh, lagging. 
You don't have a quarterback. You know, you don't have much on offense. Uh, and there's probably going to be eight or nine openings like there always are. And, and I don't know that this guy is going to be able to compete for the best and the brightest, especially with just four draft picks. So I expect them to make trades. There's a strong expectation around the league that don't make trades. I've been reporting on this for the Washington Post since the season began, and they can say what they want there. But they are also the same people who would have told you two weeks ago um, when I'm writing that Matt Rule's going to be fired, you know, in, imminently, that there's nothing to see here and he's mm-hmm. our guy. So, you know, be careful who you listen to. Uh, who is responsible for the decision to put on Bears commanders on th- – like, I, there was <laughs> – there was like even before the season, like that was not yeah. a sexy matchup. Like who? who no, we, who, well, look, every everybody's got to play on Thursday night, right? So yeah. there's going to be some occasions where you do the math between the right. you know, and you create these windows in London, and you're expanding all this stuff, and you're expanding the season, you're expanding the inventory. You're going to end up with even teams that we expected to be bad playing each other on Thursday night. I mean. Um, that's just how it goes. I mean, how long, how bad was the AFC South for so long? And I can remember December games where it's like Houston against Jacksonville, you know, and it's like, my goodness, but it happens. It does. Hey, Jason, man, great stuff as always. Appreciate the time, man. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Yep. He is Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockenford, host the Odyssey original podcast in the huddle with Brian Baldinger and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL, get it wherever you get your podcast. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 